of people are wondering if the coronavirus pandemic will finally put an end to the European Union. It's an interesting question, but I don't think you can blame any potential breakup on the pandemic. If you've noticed, all of a sudden, the American left has stopped telling us how wonderful Europe is and how the European Union is a brilliant model for globalization, a model the world should follow, and especially that the European healthcare system puts ours to shame. For years, all we've heard from the left is that Europeans, unlike we deplorables, are civilized. But that talk has gone away too. I wonder why. Now, don't get me wrong. The European people are great. They're smart and they're kind and they really get upset when you say bad things about Europe. I've had more than a few Europeans get very mad at me for criticizing their leadership. But the facts don't lie. Europe is in steep decline and has been for many years. The left still loves the European economic model and consistently makes excuses for it, despite all of its failures. Yes, they have very high unemployment, and yes, it's very hard to find a decent job and even harder to start a business. The left says the European model is designed for slow or no growth, but it is superior because it promotes fairness and it tries to take care of everyone. I don't have to tell you what a load of crap that is, do I? The economy of Europe has underperformed for years. So I guess that when you fail at something so miserably for so many years, you cover it up by saying, we planned it this way all along. Leftist ideology has made many Europeans ashamed of their culture and their wealth and their education. And too many Europeans have bought into that silliness. People have accepted highly intrusive rules and regulations that paralyze their economy and take away their freedom and their opportunity for a better future, too. And the worst part of all that? They accept it. Can you believe that? And if you point it out to them, they get defensive and angry. Is it because they're ashamed? I think it is. There's no other reason for them to get so angry when you bring it up. And when they get mad, they're admitting that it's true. There's no other reason. But their governments give them things, free things, lots of free things. So the people knuckle under and they keep their mouths shut for the most part. The only time they complain, it seems, is when they think the government should give them more of whatever it is they want at the time. Too bad they don't want more freedom. But there are some signs that the people are getting angry. Brexit was a huge victory for average people fed up with an elite ruling class who couldn't be bothered listening to them or meeting their needs. That's what Brexit was all about. But none of the elite seems to want to admit it. They think it's because average people aren't able to comprehend what's good for them. Many people on the east and west coast of America feel the same way, and they still don't know how Donald Trump got elected either. Still, so many Americans believe Europe is superior to America. I was standing behind a woman in line at a store recently, and she was telling the cashier how she needed to get back to Italy as soon as possible because she missed their kind and civilized society. Not like America, which has become so crude under President Trump. And their health care system, she said, is great too. 
Why can't the United States be more like Europe? I'm pretty sure she's back in Italy now, and I hope she's okay, because as beautiful as Italy is, it is failing miserably to cope with the coronavirus. The failure is in Europe's leadership. It's true for most European countries and most of their leaders, too. For years, their leaders have all been about pretending to be compassionate and caring. They've ignored their constituents, and they've created a ruling elite that's accountable to no one. And they've demonstrated this caring by opening their borders while refusing to support NATO or making any real commitment to protect themselves. They've done a great job of creating wealth for the ruling class while ignoring their duty to protect their people, their borders, their culture, and their freedom. They use people while pretending to care. But they all have great smiles, and they can do condescension better than anyone on the planet. They're really good at that. For anyone really looking at how the EU is performing economically, you can't deny the fact that things are pretty terrible. Now, there are a lot of excuses like an aging population and not enough people having babies to replace the ones who die. But that's been a conscious choice made by the people of Europe and cheered on by their governments. But it all comes down to leftist ideology, doesn't it? And if that doesn't change, Europe as we know it will be gone in 50 years. Too bad, but it will happen. And the left will celebrate it, just as they'll celebrate the end of America as we know it, if that ever happens. But they're losing that battle, and it's making them crazy. Not only is the American left very angry that the European economic model is failing and their globalization model is failing, now they're seeing the healthcare model fail too. And that's the last straw. For so many years, the American left has been telling us that a system based on the way the Europeans handle their health care is the only solution to providing high-quality health care for all. It's the only civilized way to handle it, they say. But now we see that that just isn't true. We know what we've always known. If you have a head cold in Europe, or a headache, or if you get a paper cut, their health care system is fine. But if you have a serious illness, forget it. And the way they're treating the coronavirus pandemic shows it clearly. The American left is blaming President Trump for the coronavirus and for the number of deaths. They say he didn't act quickly enough to recognize the problem and to test people and to treat them. He didn't anticipate the pandemic, so there wasn't enough equipment or supplies to treat people properly. They haven't said much at all about Europe except to point out that the U.S. now has more cases of the virus than Italy, as if that was some measure of the president's failure. Forget about the fact that Italy has about 60 million people living there, and the United States has 327 million. Forget that Italy has had over 10,000 people die from the virus, and so far the U.S. has about 2,800. Look at the entirety of Europe. Over 400,000 people have been infected as of today, and over 24,000 have died. In the United States, over 154,000 have been infected, and just over 2,800 have died. These numbers are terrible. Anytime you have this many people dying from a disease that possibly could have been prevented if sanitary conditions in China were better, it's a terrible thing. 
Now, the population of Europe is about 741 million people. The U.S. has about 327 million. The rate of infection is about the same for both continents, but that could change as more people are tested, and it should go up. Yet the death rate in Europe is much higher, much, much higher, in fact, and that goes to the quality of care people are receiving. There's no getting around that. The American media has said very little about this fact, but when the crisis has passed and the evaluations begin, there will be no hiding from the truth. The European healthcare system is not superior to ours, and it never has been. We should not adopt their system. Not now, not ever. Once again, it goes back to the fact that Europeans seem to accept things far better than Americans. They don't complain much, but they should. And until they do start complaining, they're in danger of losing everything. I don't really feel sorry for them because they've chosen to accept mediocrity for far too long. But it will be too bad if they completely destroy their entire culture. That won't be good for anybody. Another encouraging sign during this crisis is that the leaders of European countries are acting autonomously to battle the coronavirus. They're not listening to their failed leaders in Brussels, but instead they're being forced to act on their own because their people are demanding action. Will they see how many of the policies that they've endorsed over the years have maybe helped worsen the crisis? Maybe. Maybe being forced to lead their own countries will become a habit. Maybe that'll be good for Europe. Hopefully, they haven't completely forgotten how to lead. Just like President Trump has shown that capitalism is far superior to socialism, this crisis is showing that the American healthcare system, while far from perfect, is superior to government-run healthcare. The left has taken notice, and they've lost their minds. I've never seen the left and the media act so irresponsibly. On some levels, it's actually scary because the left and the media are so angry. If you watch any of the live updates being led by President Trump or Vice President Pence, you can see the anger of the media. Many of the questions are excellent and are actually helping government officials see challenges that need to be addressed but some are simply outrageous and aimed at trying to make the president look bad. You can hear their passionate hatred of the president, and it will only get worse. A majority of the American people seem to believe the president is doing a pretty good job in leading during this crisis. The majority of the press does not think that. But I believe that the left and the press are seeing their dreams of a socialist utopia vanish as People see the truth for themselves, and that's driving their hatred and their rage to levels never seen before or even imagined. Over the weekend, NBC's Meet the Press host Chuck Todd asked presidential candidate Joe Biden if President Trump had blood on his hands because of the way he's handling the crisis. Even Joe Biden seemed taken aback by that question, a question that should get Todd fired but it probably won't. What kind of person would ask such an awful question? Only a far-left zealot, angry that his socialist dream was being crushed, would ask it. Honest journalists should ask tough questions, but this is just going too far. It's sick. Then, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi went on CNN 
to say that the president fiddles while people die of the coronavirus. Once again, it shows that the media and the far-left radical Democrat Party are on the same page, shouting out the same message as if they're sharing the same memos. The message from these people is clear. Americans are dying because of President Trump. I don't think I would have ever believed this day would come, a day when politics would prevail over truth. It shows an anger from the left that should frighten every American. The left is angry because they're not in power. They want power more than anything, and they'll do anything to get it. And if that means destroying America as we know it in the process, then so be it. What a shame. They're not going to get us to socialism, and they know it now. And they're in a rage. And that rage is on full display because of this crisis. And they can no longer tell us that the European model on anything is worth copying. It isn't. Every day that passes by, we see clearly who they are and what they really want. We'll get through the coronavirus crisis. It won't be easy, but we'll make it. But the crisis over whether or not we keep our freedom and capitalism will still be with us. There will always be people who want power and control, and they'll never stop trying to get it. In the future, we need to be prepared to handle other health crises that will occur, better prepared than we are for this one. We'll also need to be vigilant and prepared to push back against people who would change our system of government and take away our freedom during any crisis, including this one, just so they can have power. Being prepared to win both battles is critical to our future.